Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, a new business study compares D.C. to international cities. We found two important lessons. One is the expansion of the footprint of the capital city. And the second is education and tech savviness. A number of years ago, I became personally frustrated with the lack of data available to allow us to see our region's economic potential clearly. There was plenty of data to show us whether workers were coming or going, but not a lot of insight into how to make our region's economy grow. Well, thanks to the efforts of organizations like the Greater Washington Partnership, the 2030 Group, and insightful people like our next guest, this gap is being filled. Aran Carmel is Professor of Information Technology and Director of the Center for Business in the Capitol at Kogod School of Business. He and Jason Miller, the CEO of the Greater Washington Partnership, have authored a new report, Capital City Economies, Lessons for Washington's Economic Future, that highlights our region's competitive position and enhances our understanding of our local economy and its potential around. Tell me why you decided to do this particular study with Jason. The, the question is this. How can the capital of the world's most powerful country be a second-tier business city? That's, that's the research question that drove me here. So what you saw is, so you say capital city, set the stage for me. What does that exactly mean? We looked at the capital cities of the 125 largest nations in the world. What we found is that they, they're divided up into four, four groups. There's the hegemonic cities. That's, those are the cities that come to mind, the capital cities that come to mind. It's Paris and London and Tokyo and Mexico City and Moscow and so on. These are political capitals, and they are also the business capital of their respective countries. So those are the hegemonic capitals. And then there's two or three other groups which are important, and Washington falls into the other groups. And they're the minority. The hegemonic cities, the Paris and Londons of the world, they are 74% of the world capitals. The other groups are the pure cities. That's where the political capital and the business capital are roughly equal in influence and power. And then there's the secondary capital cities, and that's where Washington is. There's 15 of those. We're in a group with Ottawa, Wellington in um, New Zealand, Canberra in Australia. And now what's interesting is that all four of those are Anglo-Federated uh, nations. We're in, a group, we're in the same group with Brasilia and Ankara and Jerusalem and Rabat. Interesting. So these, these secondary cities, these secondary capital cities, what is it about them that makes them interesting? Two, two strong lessons came out of this when we looked at these cities. One is when we, um, we looked at Washington, D.C., as uh, compared to a few of the important uh, big capital cities that are either pure cities in their nations. And uh, when we looked at secondary capital cities, we found two important lessons. One is the expansion of the footprint of the capital city. And the second is education and tech savviness. So let me talk about the first one because I think it's a little bit less obvious. If you look at um, China, for example, Beijing, the capital city, uh, is in rivalry for at least a century with Shanghai, uh, the first-tier business city in China. And it is now building a super capital region, which is called Jingjinji, which has a staggering 200,000 square kilometers in size. Delhi, the national capital region, which competes as a business city with Mumbai, has 58,000 square kilometers. And then the District of Columbia has 177 square kilometers. So Greater Beijing, the, the super city that the Chinese are now building, will be in size 1,000 times larger than the capital of the most powerful nation Do you think that's one of the reasons why the Greater Washington Partnership has been trying really hard to redefine the capital region as going from Richmond up to Baltimore? Yeah, and, and, and that's key to, uh, to understanding 
uh, the partnerships perspective and uh, the lessons that uh, we collectively drew from this study. Uh, Greater Washington and the region, in order to be competitive as a, as a global city and in order to be competitive with our first-tier business cities, New York City and Los Angeles, we have to expand our footprint geographically. So we're going to expand our footprint geographically. What are some of the other things that your uh, data is showing us we should try to do if we want to become more a pure city of a New York City or a Los Angeles? Yeah, the other uh, commonality that we found in second-tier capital cities is that they are have a more educated population than their respective business cities, and they are more tech-savvy in general than the uh, – than the business cities in that in uh, in those situations, we see that here in Washington. The the listeners of the, of your program well know that the Greater Washington region is a very tech savvy area. The internet wasn't born here, but it grew up here. Uh, satellites, uh, AWS, and so on. This is a story that's familiar to uh, many of our listeners. Another key lesson is dynamics. So we wanted to see if there's any um, breakout potential for Washington D.C. Okay, so can it rise to be at the same level of New York and Los Angeles. And so I think that there's four cities that are interesting examples here. Two that have gone up and two that have capital cities. Two that have gone up and two that have gone down. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start with the ones that have gone up. Delhi, capital of India, has risen to become a pure city with Mumbai. And that's partially because of the expansion of geographic footprint. Mumbai cannot expand because it's uh, limited by the sea. and the other one is Berlin in Germany. Uh, Berlin, of course, we know has a very complex and complicated uh, 20th century history. Uh, now that it's uh, united, uh, unified, um, it is still a second-tier business city relative to the big business cities in Germany, Frankfurt, Munich, and Hamburg. But it is rising quickly. Berlin is now uh, considered the number one startup city in Europe and we also have to be careful about the, the reverse dynamic. We, we see some capital cities that have fallen in their business importance. And that's in New Zealand. Wellington has fallen in its influence as a business city in the post-World War II era. And in Bolivia, La Paz has become a less important business city. And now Santa Cruz is the important one. Excellent. I encourage all of you to check it out. And as always, around Carmel, it's terrific having you here. Good to be here. to the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Greater Washington Board of Trade represents leading businesses, nonprofit organizations, and academic institutions and has helped shape the development of our region for over 130 years. Visit boardoftrade.org to learn how a Board of Trade membership can help your organization succeed in this rapidly changing marketplace. Thanks to Auric, an international law firm that focuses on technology, energy, and infrastructure finance. Clients worldwide call on it for forward-looking commercial advice on transactions, litigation, and compliance. Learn more at auric.com. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.